Welcome everybody to the RV Podcast, and this is episode number 395. Five more, and it'll be episode 400. Hey, this week we talk about how Boondockers Welcome can save your RV trip. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the RV Podcast. I'm Mike Wendland, and this is my lifelong traveling companion and my bride, Jennifer. And uh, we hope you are all having a wonderful uh, week. Uh, many of you are on the road. I know it is spring. It is finally warm in much of the country. And uh, where we are now in uh, southeastern Michigan, you can just almost watch hourly everything yeah. burst into bloom. It's beautiful. Trees are in bloom. The grass is very green. The dandelions are up. It is spring. We are um, in the midst of a two-week shakedown camping trip with our new RV. This is the, We are in the uh, uh, Arcadia 32-and-a-half-foot fifth wheel that we picked up. Uh, <gasps> quiet on the set. Bo. <laughs> Bo, come on, no parking. We picked it up a couple of uh, Bo -bo, about ten days ago, and we are gonna. We 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 thought we would take our time, spend two weeks in one spot, and really get to notice it. And we've been buying accessories and fixing Taking stuff things up back and buying and, more. Yep. Uh, today, just now, we got our mixed tiles. If you all, y'all, everybody always asks when they see the pictures in our. Uh, small RV. Why don't you show them all these? These are some of the ones that we just had printed up. These are called mixed tiles. Oh, this is this is my favorite. Oh, that's your favorite, Jennifer. <laughs> I was mad at him for standing on the roof of a vehicle. So yep. I, when he came down, I went up and thought, "What can I do up here?" Yep, that's a picture. And for those of you listening on audio, it's a picture of Jennifer doing a yoga pose on the roof of a of an RV. I mean, because what do you do when you climb up onto the top of an RV? That was in Arizona. Uh, then this is a one picture. of my favorite. Uh, South Dakota, both of us dressed up at one of those western towns, uh, me as the marshal and Jennifer as a saloon girl. Mm -hmm. that little temptress there, wasn't she? Um, and then we have some of our favorite wildlife pictures. Um, I'm showing now a moose um, from Glacier National Park. I like to call this guy my moose because I've seen him every year we've been there. I have a little lake and if I wait and I'm patient long enough, uh, I find him and uh, I swear he almost knows me and recognizes me. I get him almost every year. And uh, this is another one from Glacier, a picture of a baby black bear. His mom and the baby burst out of a stream as we were on a hike and passed within 20 feet of us. Um, but then the baby went across this little, on the trail we're on, and there were some berries, and you see him? Uh, those of you watching, uh, others, if you want to watch these later on, you can see him on YouTube, and he's munching some screens, but if you look real careful in the picture, he's giving me the old stink eye, making sure I'm not too close. And then, uh, and this was our little romantic one. This will go in our bedroom. These are two beautiful swans who whose heads almost, I was waiting for them, almost made a heart and they had a nice reflection. They didn't go 
completely touching, but it was close. Yes, this is very romantic. This is from the dog park. <laughs> yes, but they're a pretty picture, right? Yes, it's a very pretty picture. You wonder what those are. We have no relationship with that company at all, except we buy their products. They have little stick-on things on the back, and uh, and and they really, you just pull, peel it off, stick them. You can reuse them. They stay up. Uh, even with the motorhome or the RV bouncing around, and uh, we've have them, we've had them in all of our motorhomes, and those are the pictures we you take them from your cell phone, do it all online, and a few days later you get a box of pictures. They're and cool. those are slightly smaller than the size that yep we have bought in the past. But the frames match the white kind of in the inside. Mm -hmm. I hope we didn't bore you with our pictures. Nothing's <laughs> well, worse. Everybody's than... got pictures, I think, yep. that they would like to have printed up and and put somewhere to remind them of their adventures. Hey, we have a new contest, a new giveaway to announce, and it's a, a repeat of one we did last year with great success. This is from our friends Waggle, and Waggle is a product that Jen and I have used now for a number of years. When we uh, have to leave Bo behind in our motorhome or our RV, and we're out maybe running to the store for something or having dinner, uh, maybe we we're on the road and we stopped to, to tour a museum for an hour or so. We leave him in there with the air conditioning running, but we worry what happens if the air goes off, because sometimes that happens. Waggle keeps track of the temperature inside the RV. It's a $300 device. You get a year's internet service with it. You get an app. It will alert you by text message on your phone if the temperature goes beyond a level you set. Or you can just check it on demand as we often do. It's peace of mind if you travel with your dogs and uh, they're giving away two of those. Not uh, one, but two. To two lucky winners and all, and it's free to enter. You can enter as many times as you want. Just go to rvlifestyle.com slash sweepstakes and you can enter that contest. We'll put the description below, but rvlifestyle.com slash sweepstakes. So, that's going to be pretty fun. And I think they're giving a, a really good discount. If you go to that site, you'll learn about a discount they have. Hey, we've gotten lots of feedback from different stories we have done over the past week in some of our videos. You want to start sharing some of them? All right, from Merton and Sue. Traveling Merton. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Seeing you guys try and fit the uh, truck in the garage reminds me of the guy who built a boat in his cellar and then couldn't get the darn thing out. Lots of laugh. She's uh, they're talking about when we, we in our video that we released Saturday. Uh, it's kind of like uh, us getting used to the RV and getting used to towing a fifth wheel with a truck, which we've never done before. Uh, we were hoping we could keep the truck in our garage of our sticks and bricks home. It doesn't look like it fits, and that's what he's talking about. But you wanted to give it a try, and I was just a little apprehensive. I'm still relatively uh, anxious to try it. I think we can get it in, but we got maybe an inch or two to spare. That's it. Well, I'm kind of worried about the antenna because I don't want to uh, destroy the, the rubber. You can take it off on. and get the rubber of the door. Yeah. Yeah, of the, of the garage door. Well... We'll, we'll, maybe we'll try we gotta it again. Figure this out. I, I doubt it. All right, we also have uh, a note that came to us from Joan's RV Adventures, and Joan was reacting to um, the interview we had on the podcast last week with a couple of master RV techs and their advice when you're towing uh, a fifth wheel or a travel trailer, don't go over 65 they miles were, per hour. They were real clear on that, and we remarked that. We thought that was a little slow if you're driving on a freeway or on the uh, expressway where it's, you know, 70 miles speed limits and they're going 90. 
But Joan took exception to us thinking that was slow, she said. I tow at 55 to 60 miles per hour, even on the interstate highways. Better gas mileage and safer. I stay in the right lane and everyone can just pass me. No stress. Uh, no, that's stress for everybody behind you and that's stress for what well, would be stress for me driving at 65 and having people weave in and out and flash of the bird and it's not so much if you could just stay in that lane but what happens is is that you have on a freeway on an expressway you have all those people merging mm -hmm. and many of them you have to move over mm -hmm. and at 65 it's often very difficult to move over because the traffic is passing you at 70 80 90 miles an hour uh, I think it becomes almost unsafe to drive all that thing so um you know, we would prefer traveling two lanes anyway, but uh, uh, 65 is what you're supposed to go, but uh, you have to use your own judgment of whether mm -hmm. that's safe. And sometimes I don't think that is safe. Yeah. Um, and we've got lots of notes from people about uh, tips and things that have that uh, they've noticed. And uh, one that came through from Cindy was pretty interesting. We're relatively new RVers, and we enjoy your podcast and newsletter. We have a 2020 Tiffin Class C motorhome. Driving long distances was a pain in the hip for me. So pain my, in the hip. So my hubby bought a nice memory foam cushion. I love it. But there's one problem. When I use it in the driver's seat, Mercedes doesn't believe that there is a driver in the seat. <laughs> and the cruise control doesn't work. It took two days for us to figure it out. Just a heads up to perhaps save someone else the headache of trying to figure out why their cruise control keeps shutting off and giving an error message. Happy traveling and blessings, Cindy. Cindy. Well, um, that's a new one for me. So you have a cushion. I can see where that could happen. I don't know why I wouldn't recognize you know, the weight that somebody's sitting. I don't know, but okay. Uh, thank you for sharing that, Cindy. Uh, maybe that'll save somebody else that frustration. Um, lots of comments on uh, traveling and our trucks. Catherine says, we also have a F-250 Super Diesel, Super Duty Diesel. That's what we tow this unit with. And she says, it really does fit into the garage height-wise and length-wise, barely, with inches to spare. We did change out the antenna for a short, stubby one because it would rub on the garage door going in, which was what we worried about. Mm -hmm. And when we purchased, our salesman even went with us to see if it would fit. He rode in the bed <laughs> of the truck while my husband pulled the truck in for the first time. It fit. We purchased, love our F-250, and that's not easy to say from a former Chevy truck owner. <laughs> I really like my truck. I like driving it. And the mileage that we get, even when we tow, is better than the mileage we got with our Class C motorhome. So that's good. And we got one more. This one about gas prices and we showed in one of our reviews how we didn't like that $100 limit that some gas stations set at the pump. If you pay by credit card, it just shuts off after 100 bucks, And 100 bucks is not going to fill up your tank with diesel. And uh, we got a note from somebody called uh, Gitta, I believe. Working, working for a bank, I can tell you why the limit, they limit it to 100 Under 100 most banks will cover just the cost if there is an issue like a stolen 
card or if the pump charges you twice over a hundred dollars it's the gas station that is financially responsible and no gas station needs that no it's tough enough but still uh, with the, the fuel prices so unreasonably high um, this is going to become a real issue for a lot of people and um, I think they're going to have to change those policies because uh, I put a hundred bucks of diesel in our truck and it, gave, and it filled me up about not quite three quarters so uh, some people use two cards and all of that stuff but uh, I think the simple solution is to get the prices back down again that would be really nice. Oh you dreamer. I am a dreamer. All right, hey, when we come back, uh, we're going to interview Joel Holland, who is the CEO of Harvest Host, and he's going to talk about a, a new part of Harvest Host called Boondockers Welcome and how that can save your RV trip in these days of crowded campgrounds. So stay with us. Tired of overcrowded campgrounds, competing for reservations, paying high fees for sites? Well, ownership is an emerging trend in RVing that might be right for you. On May 21st, there is a big lakefront sales event at the Landings in Tennessee. Jennifer and I visited the Landings just west of Nashville, and they offer incredible lakefront RV properties up to 70 times the size of a typical RV lot with frontage on the biggest lake in Tennessee. We loved it. The scenery is breathtaking, and you own it outright. It's not a timeshare. It's your property, your way. You can have your own private dock. You can landscape, garden. They're pet-friendly. It's gated and secure, and they have high-speed internet, even free RV and boat storage. It's a wonderful place to make your home base. No more calling around for reservations. It's ready whenever you want. Dockable lakefronts start at only $59,900. There's financing and big discounts on multi-lot packages. For information, visit rvlakefrontland.com. That's rvlakefrontland.com. When we're asked what's the most important modification we made to our RV, it's an easy answer. Battleborn batteries. Battleborn batteries are quality, safe, reliable lithium batteries that allow us to stay out there off the grid longer. Lithium batteries charge faster, they charge fuller, they're longer lasting, they're maintenance free. And Battleborn batteries are protected by a 10 year guarantee. Now, in our case, they just dropped into the existing AGM batteries that we have. And they'll probably be the same on your rig too. Battleborn battery experts can get those in your rig just like they did with ours. They can also match you up with the right cabling, the inverter, the charger, the solar controller, everything. Jennifer and I swear by our Battleborn batteries. They allow us to boondock off the grid. Check them out. Go to rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. Welcome back to the interview of the week. And this week, it's uh, kind of a repeat appearance by uh, a fairly regular guest on the program, our friend Joel Holland, who had the vision uh, some years ago to, to create uh, Harvest Hosts, where RVers can stay for free overnight at uh, wineries and farms and tourist attractions and small businesses across the country. And uh, now um, it's a, there are thousands and thousands of places like that. And uh, it's, it's a, probably one of the, the best kept secrets in the RV world. Keep listening to this interview, by the way, because if you're not a member, 
we can save you 20% off the cost of membership. And if you're not a member, you may want to do something real quick because prices are going to go up uh, in just a, a, a few days. So stay tuned. But we're going to talk this time about something called Boondockers Welcome. Uh, it's been around for a long time, but it was recently acquired by Harvest Hosts. And over the past eight, nine months, uh, Joel and his team have integrated all of the Harvest Host sites with the Boondockers Welcome sites. And so um, you can now stay at Harvest Host sites, Boondockers Welcome. And some time ago, they also added golf courses as well. So many thousands of sites now that are available for campers. And in these days when you can't get into a campground, it's, it's a pretty it's, handy thing. It's your dream come true. So uh, listen up as Joel shares how Boondockers Welcome just could save that camping trip when you can't find a reservation at a traditional campground. Well, we're excited to welcome to the program again. I think this is about the fourth or fifth time over the past 10 years or so. We've had Joel Howland, CEO of Harvest Host, on the program. And uh, Joel, it's always a pleasure to see you. Where do we find you today? Yeah, thanks for having me, Mike and Jennifer. Um, so my wife and I just finished our first extended RV trip uh, as a family of three. Took our one-and-a-half-year-old daughter on a six-week week trip um, all over the country uh, from Colorado to Georgia, uh, we went to the Masters for a week in Augusta, which was a blast. Then we went to Virginia, did some wineries, visited some of our hosts. Uh, and then finally last week we were in Omaha for the Berkshire Hathaway meeting. And that was a very special event. Uh, seeing seeing um, you know Warren Buffett in person was pretty phenomenal. Uh, and now we're back in Vail. So we, we made it back safely. I'm now back in my office and uh, are, are already missing life on the open road. Isn't it funny how that uh, how that uh, it just gets under your blood, and if you don't go every couple of weeks, you're you're gonna. I've got to tell you how much Mike and I appreciate this business that you started, and I know people all across the country say thank you for your initiative in starting Harvest Host because we have just had so much fun and stayed in places that we never dreamed of staying in. So thank you. Well, thank you for being members and for being such loyal supporters. We. Um, you know, we love this business because it's such a community business, and you know, and we are RVers, um, so we very much agree and understand that like having exciting adventures on the roads, it just enhances the lifestyle. And so, I mean, as a perfect example, we took Waverly, our daughter, to our first alpaca farm a couple weeks ago, and we've been there. We've been to alpaca. <laughs> one of your alpaca farms, yeah. And it was amazing, right? Like she loved it. Her eyes just like were wide. She's like, what are these magical creatures? <laughs> and we parked right there on the farm, right by a pond all night long. We heard the noises of nature and it was a really special experience. So um, we're excited to be part of this. I mean, this is, we do it because it's fun. Um, it's also a great business that, that brings a lot of money back to the um, small business community. So that, that part is really special as well. I think that's the part that I have so enjoyed is meeting some of these small business uh, farmers and uh, artisans and winemakers and beer makers <laughs> and uh, I well you know we can all tell harvest host stories but I think my favorite was we went to a, a brewery a brew house and uh, everybody was enjoying the products they make and uh, out in the back they had a axe throwing alley set up <laughs> so we're out there we're all drinking beer and throwing axes what could go wrong actually nothing did but it was fun so joel it's even going to be better though because now there's a whole bunch of other people that we can meet 
And there are some differences between uh, Boondockers Welcome Now and Harvest Host, both under the same umbrella. So uh, before I ask you to explain all of that, though, we need to let people know that um, there's kind of a, a neat way to save some money because there's going to be, a, like everything else, is a price hike coming, but they can take advantage of and beat it right now. Would you explain that? Yes. So... Um, so we purchased Boondockers Welcome a year ago and spent the last year really integrating the products, um, rebuilding the website and the app so that if you are a member of both, you can now see all the pens and do all the booking through the same place. So you don't have to go to two different places. Um, we fully launched that and, uh, and it's, been, it's been great. So you know, between the two programs, we now have over 6,000 locations in North America, and, and, which by the way is particularly useful right now with high gas prices because more and more Americans are doing nearcations, right? We did a survey a couple weeks ago, 63% of our respondents said they're staying closer to home this year. They're still gonna RV. It's not canceling their plans, but they're sticking close to home. So luckily we have locations everywhere. Um, so to your point on pricing, we're not raising Harvest Host's pricing, um, but we are raising the price of Boondockers Welcome because that price hasn't gone up in like 10 years. It's just never changed. Um, but what, what has changed is we now have a full team supporting it, recruiting the new locations, providing customer service and technology. Um, but like we always do with price increases, we never raise prices on existing members. That's just something that we've stuck with. You know, people appreciate, we appreciate the loyalty. If you've been a member here for 10 years, you're paying the same price you paid 10 years yeah. ago. And I, and I think that's great. Um, and so with Boondockers Welcome, right now it's $50 a year. And that gets you unlimited access to 3,000 private properties, 70% of which have electrical hookups, by the way. Um, and so you can join and get locked into that rate. That price is going to go up to $79 a year for new members um, in a couple weeks. So I think you have, we extended it, right? Originally, it was going to end at the end of April. We've extended it through May 15th. So if you can sign up on Boondockers, welcome. Before May 15th, you'll get that $50 rate and it'll be grandfathered in. Now, people will be watching this long after May 15th, so we should point out it's May 15th, 2022. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and uh, if you found it after that, it's going to be 79. But let's uh, kind of explain the distinctives between these two. Uh, Boondockers Welcome uh, has been around for a long time. You got, It has really grown fast since you guys came aboard and, and acquired it. Explain the differences between Boondockers Welcome and Harvest Hosts. Yes. So, so the primary difference, uh, Harvest Hosts, as we know, small businesses, farms, wineries, breweries, museums, golf courses um, that welcome our members to stay overnight. Boondockers Welcome is private property. So these are people's personal homes, farms, um, basically non-income producing locations. And they're just, it's a community and they're excited to share their space um, with other RVers, fellow RVers, a lot of times, uh, for free. And so like Harvest Host, there's no charge to stay overnight. Um, I mentioned that 70% of Boondockers Welcome locations offer some sort of hookup, wa water or electric. A lot of times you'll toss them five, $10 just to you know cover that you know, and, and pitch in, but there's no cost. And um, the community, a lot of those, almost all of those hosts are RVers themselves. And so a unique part of the program, if you are an RVer, and you have space for someone to stay on your property, like you've got this beautiful place in Tennessee I've seen. <laughs> We're just going to tell you that. Sign us <laughs> up. We're ready. We're, we're yeah. three 
And then you get a free membership uh, for the life of being a host. And so a lot of the Boondockers Welcome hosts are also users who are out exploring in their RVs. And while their property is sitting vacant, they allow other Boondockers Welcome members to stay overnight. Yeah, I, I, I was going to spring that on you at the end and say, hey, uh, you know, we've, we're developing. And that's why we did. We really have a site for ourselves, but we developed two other sites. And we don't want to rent them out or anything. We want to share them with the, the community. And uh, that's why we're really excited about Boondockers Welcome. Um, we'll have full hookups at all three sites. We're waiting for wow. the power to come down the road, but uh, we already have water and sewer. And I'll, uh, I'll, we'll, let, we'll let all of our folks know as soon as it's ready. But uh, uh, the um, possibility of belonging to both of them now, what's the cost to be a Harvest Host member and a Boondockers Welcome member? Yes, and so if you are already a member of either program to uh, join the subsequent program, uh, there is a discount. And so we've made it a, and it's a pretty substantial discount. Um, and so the best way to figure out what that price will be uh, is to log into your account, either one, um, and go over to manage your membership and you'll see the ability to upgrade. Let's say you're a Harvest Host member, you can either upgrade to Boondockers Welcome, which I believe is about a $40 upgrade, so it takes $10 off. Or you can go to All Access, which then also includes golf courses, and that's another $10. So basically for $50, you get an additional 3,400 locations. And so we're really trying to create a well-priced bundle. So for someone who's brand new, is not a member of any of them, uh, offhand, do you know the price for, for joining Harvest Hosts and Boondockers Welcome and uh, having the ability of both of those? Yes, um, the sticker price is one hundred and thirty-nine dollars. Um, but if you use the coupon, like if you, your your watchers will use your yep. your we, discount, we give them a twenty percent discount. We'll put That's we'll great. put a link in the description below for them. But yep. yep, and then that brings the price down. So so what I would recommend is for your viewers, since they get a, an exclusive discount, to follow that link, use your coupon, sign up, um, and then go through the upgrade process, and that will get you the best price. Okay, now what excites me about what you did, when you add all you have, the Boondockers Welcome, the Harvest Host, the golf courses, how many spots do you have now in your in your Harvest Host network? Yeah, I have the I have the real time number in front of me. He's, six thousand. <laughs> yeah, six thousand four hundred and sixty two. You know, and that's and that's exciting. I mean, that is a lot of locations. Uh, it makes us the largest private RV camping, you know, inventory in the world, right? I mean, I, no other group has that many locations. Um, and it's great because they're everywhere, right? We, you know, I mentioned we just did this long, this long RV trip. Every time we'd get to a new place, I'd pull up the Harvest Host map or I'd, or I'd search along my route. You can't drive more than 10, 20 minutes without finding a Harvest Host location or a Boondockers you know, welcome location uh, in most parts of the country. And that's the other thing is we really try hard to have good distribution everywhere, whether you're in New England or the Southwest. Uh, and we have a team now that uh, is is that actively recruiting new hosts, adding over 200 each month, which is wow. very exciting. Here, I wondered if that number included the Wendlands. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> that'll be that'll be six thousand four hundred and sixty-three. Soon, soon. <laughs> totally. I, the ticker just went up. I love it. Yeah, uh, these are really tough times uh, in terms of demand for camping spaces, uh, even uh, you know vacant land boondocking spots on public land they're getting pressure like we've never seen before that used to be our, our favorite way of camping 
campgrounds, they're basically sold out for th every weekend through the season, uh, holidays. How are you guys, uh, how are you guys, there's got to be times now when Harvest Hosts locations, Boondocker Welcome locations, where they're filled too. How is that, uh, sh that demand showing itself through your network? Yes, yeah, so I would say demand is, is up, right? It's higher than it's ever been. That There's no doubt about that. Um, I'm seeing it f certainly with campgrounds, um, especially in hotspots, right? Like national parks, state parks, it's really difficult to get in unless you plan really far ahead, which most RVers, myself included, don't like doing, right? I kind of like flying by the seat of my yeah. pants. Like that's the point. <laughs> and so luckily with Harvest Hosts, you know, we have so many locations and a lot of them are a little bit off the beaten path. So what I always tell people is if you're willing to drive off the highway 20 minutes, which why wouldn't you? You have an RV, like go explore. Um, I've never had a problem finding a place in the highest of height, you know, times, right? I mean, it could be the height of summer uh, in, in one of the most desirable locations and there's always somewhere to stay. So I think that, you know, things being overcrowded or a little overblown, you just have to do the work to, to find the place. Um, and it's kind of fun going off the beat, you know, beaten path. You know, you get, you get a unique experience. We always recommend going off, getting off the interstate. And most of these locations, they're not right on the interstate, like some of those campgrounds where you hear the noise of the of the freeway going by. I mean, you are, are oftentimes way out in the country. I mean, we think of some of the wineries we've seen and mm -hmm. alpaca farms. Um, how far in advance do you recommend people call for a Harvest Host uh, recommendation? And, and how are you handling those who reserve and don't show up? Yes, that's becoming a problem. So, you know, for how far to book ahead, I guess the answer is if you know your itinerary and you have and you, you know where you're going to be and when, um, do it as early as you can. Now, when we just did our trip for six weeks, I didn't really know where we were going to be for the most part or when, right? We knew we needed to be in Augusta for the Masters. We needed to be in Omaha for the Berkshire Conference. Those are the only two things we knew over six weeks. So I didn't book our Harvest Host locations until at most – two to three days before. Uh, and, you know, some of the places, for example, when I was in Charlottesville, um, there were three different wineries. Two of them didn't have, didn't have availability. I was looking on a Saturday night, right? So that was always going to be a tough spot. But the third one did, and it was phenomenal. So I didn't have any problem finding locations, booking pretty close to, you know, the deadline. Um, and a lot of our hosts now offer same day, right? They'll, they'll actually let you book the same day uh, wow. Almost all of our hosts, 80%, are on the booking system. And so when you're looking through the calendar on the app or the website, it'll show you. So you don't have to call and you know be disappointed when they don't have space. You can just look and see what has space. And in fact, our new app now lets you search by availability. So you could say, I'm going to be in wherever it is, Houston, Texas, and I want to see what's available in a 30-mile radius for these dates. And it'll only show you what's available or along a route. You can say I'm going from Vail to Georgia. What's available for these dates along my route? It makes it a lot easier. Now to your question about cancellations and no-shows, that's becoming a problem. And it's, a, it's really a bummer, especially for the hosts, because they put time into preparing members' uh, arrival information, telling them how to get here, uh, and they're giving up a spot, right? They're giving up business. And so when members don't show up, it costs them time and money. And it's really frustrating. So we have a, a three-strike no-show policy. Good. So if you, sh if you don't show up to a, a, a reservation three times, you lose your membership. And we police that. 
And we recently started saying the same thing for 24-hour cancellations. Um, we're saying, look, don't cancel without notice. Uh, or, sorry, don't cancel within 24 hours, just like you wouldn't cancel on your dentist <laughs> within 24 hours. Um, and we started really trying to make that more clear. And I think it's helping, but these are important things to remind members, so I appreciate you bringing it up. Yeah, it, it, it is, a, and it's a problem everywhere, everywhere. And uh, I'm glad that, that, that you're doing that. We just have had nothing but great experiences everywhere we've gone with Harvest House. And uh, I almost hate to tell everybody about it, even though, you know, you guys have been so good with us, because it is, it's like a, a, a fishing hole, you know, that you have great <laughs> luck with, you don't want to know. But we do. You've got 6,462 sites, almost 463 soon. <laughs> And uh, that's good. So, Joel, May 15th, 2022, for those watching this, uh, wait, when the podcast comes out or listening to it, uh, that's the time to take advantage uh, and get in at the old rate. But, um, again, the best way to for new folks, just go to rvlifestyle.com slash HH. You'll see the address on the screen or in the description below, and uh, we'll get them signed up. Hey, Joel, I can't wait till we uh, can uh, share a Harvest Host campfire with you sometime and uh, meet that new little baby of yours. <laughs> No, I appreciate that. I'll be one of the first to come visit you in Tennessee. You've actually right. got you've got me excited about trying to find some property of our own. I just love the the peace of knowing it's yours and it's there when you want it. Yeah, that's exactly it. And we're looking for some here in Michigan, where we are right now, and uh, and that will be a harvest host also because or Boondockers welcome because we've got. Uh, we got. Well, we want to always be around other people in the in the community. Joel Holland has been our guest, CEO of Harvest Host. Uh, Joel, take good care. We'll see you on the road. Pleasure as always. You guys take care. Travel safely. That is why we like Harvest Host. We have used it so many times and had some really fun adventures that are in a class all by themselves. We wouldn't have had those experiences if it weren't for Harvest Host. So I can't recommend it strongly enough. And uh, the price rise raise is coming up for new customers. So uh, if you want to take advantage of it, we can save you 20% off the cost right now. Uh, and you buy it at today's cost instead of the, the, the price that's going to be in a couple weeks. Uh, 20% just go to rvlifestyle.com slash HH. And that will save you 20% off the cost of, of membership. And you'll pay that membership in just one or two stays because, uh, you know, you don't pay anything. You don't have to pay a thing. Now you're asked to, you know, maybe you know, fraternize, do a little business with the farm, buy some produce, or if you're at a winery, buy a bottle of wine or something. Mm -hmm. But uh, you'll want to do that anyway because they're great spots. So thanks, Joel, for being on the program with us uh, this week. And uh, we'll be sharing our adventures at Harvest Host and Boondockers Welcome as we travel because that's that's our go-to spot uh, mm -hmm. these days of, of tight campgrounds. When we come back, the questions of the week. So stay with us. When we're on a road trip, we always seem to find a way to stop at a Camping World Center. There are over 225 Camping World locations across the country, and there's always one close by when we need parts and accessories for our RV or just want to shop. In fact, uh, we have so much fun with uh, Camping World, and as we talk about it as one of our sponsors, they have agreed to offer a 10% discount if you use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you buy $99 or more in merchandise. You'll find everything you want from outdoor furniture and appliances, the ones you see us use in our videos and that we talk about here in the podcast. RV extras that include everything from camping chairs to fire pits, 
electrical accessories, must-have gadgets. Check them all out. And again, don't forget, use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you visit CampingWorld.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the RV Lifestyle Questions of the Week. And at the start, let me just say we love getting your questions. We love getting your comments. Uh, and most of you send them in by email. People are a little shy to send uh, a recorded a message, but you can also send a recorded one on your phone. And we love it when you do that. Yeah, we we won't air it if, if you don't look good. So don't worry. We'll make you look good. <laughs> All right. What do we have this week? Okay. From Tom and Rachel. How will you be carrying your e-bikes as you tow, tow your new fifth wheel? Well, that is, we've got two alternatives mm -hmm. for them. Uh, one, uh, the e-bikes that we use now are electric bikes, L-E-C-T-R-I-C, and um, they are foldable bikes. So uh, we can put them in the bed of the truck on the other side of the fifth wheel. I think they'll fit in there, folded up. But I think the preferred way we're going to carry them is on the fifth wheel. Um, actually, we have three ways because we also have a big pass-through spot where I think that they, they would fit. But this fifth wheel has... A hitch. A hitch. A full two-inch receiver hitch that we can put a, a bike rack we have. We have a, a, a very strong bike rack that we use for, for the, that, will tow, that will handle the 60-pound weight or so of each of the e-bikes. And uh, we can put that right at the back of the fifth wheel and take our e-bikes that way. We'd want to put a cover on them yes. so you don't get road grunk on it, you know, road gunk and debris and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. and, but um, so we're pretty excited about that. It means we'll be more, it'll be more easy to bring the fifth wheel. Um, here's another question from Vicki. Seeing how you two love the RV life, I'm wondering if the driving ever gives you jet lag. This senior citizen is wondering. Once I had a little vertigo, when we did one of those 600-mile-a-day uh, yeah. trips, we were coming home from out west. and uh, But, uh, you know, stop if it's too much. Slow jet, down. Jet lag is a really good... It's, we just call it road lag. <laughs> and uh, very definitely, uh, I, I, I find... No, it's because we're getting older, too, I guess. <laughs> but, but I do note that after driving multiple days, hundreds of miles a day, it, it, I'm tired of driving. And... Mm -hmm. uh, and yes, um, it does. I, I, and maybe it has something to do with being a senior citizen. I don't know. I think everybody kind of experiences that. But that's why we are big proponents of the 330 rule. Stop at 330 miles or at 330 in the afternoon. And that way you don't drive too far and you still got time to enjoy and maybe decompress a little bit from the road. But too much driving and too much sitting is not... Isn't that good for you? And the worst thing in the world is trying to hook up when it's dark out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. I hate pulling them after <laughs> dark. Pet peeve. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm really not going to do it until I get really used to towing a fifth wheel. Um, I think it'll be very hard on our marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be. All right. One from Charles. We love your channel. We are purchasing a 2021 Wonder rear twin bed. Should get it in three weeks. Can you tell us who installed your leveling system? Yes, it's not a factory option, or maybe it is on some of the new ones. I don't know. I don't think so. But uh, we used a company called Equalizer Solutions. Equalizer is uh, in, now they're located in Casapolis, Michigan, which is just over the state in Michigan-Indiana line, not far from Elkhart at all. 
and uh, they install them and they uh, they specialize uh, leisure uses equalizer system levelers for their sprinter based vans as well and equalizer puts on their their uh, leveling systems um, for many different manufacturers in the RV industry uh, they we were the first ones to have it done and put on a Ford Transit chassis mm -hmm. the 3500 Ford Transit chassis and uh, we were very happy with those uh, that's one thing that quickly spoiled us is uh, having an automatic leveling system yeah because you pull in at night you don't need to be out there trying to Oh, <laughs> about those little Legos. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Equalizer Systems, they're in Casopolis, Michigan, and you can try them. And uh, here's one for you, Jennifer, from Don. He's, plates and cups and utensils, do you use disposable plates, plastic, plastic-like, regular stuff, and how do you protect it in storage? Okay, I prefer using real plates. We have... Uh, we have used plastic, we, any type of plates except throwaway plates is what we like to use. I don't mind washing dishes. I don't mind washing knives and forks. I don't like all that trash buildup by using plastic unless it's winter and you don't have any place to, to wash your dishes. And in this unit, I just got some uh, rectangles that I'm with sides on that I put my plates in and my bowls and my cups. You want to show them? To keep things from banging together. Yeah. Should we make them stay tuned until no, we, we can, do the Oh, yeah. Through? Yeah, we're going to make you stay tuned because <laughs> by, by the time we get up, it'll look old. Yeah. And, and many of you listen to this podcast in audio and you wouldn't be able to see it. We'd have right. to describe it. So it's just a rectangle box that's about five inches high. No, I and, can't reach um, it. Yeah, you can't reach it. Well, You're going to knock over everything. Is it, well, that'll add to the drama. Yeah, I can reach one, actually. Whoop. Well, it's got <laughs> stuff in it. Yep, never mind. <laughs> Well, maybe I can. Maybe I can. Oh. Here we go. Look at this. Well, there's a little. For those of you there. watching on YouTube, okay. there it is. I got the bag out of there. I've got a smaller one. I've got three different sizes. I have two big ones, and I'm thinking about putting a smaller one in between to put my cups in. What I don't want are things bumping into each other when we're driving. And what we have now, there's a lot of space in those cupboards up above our sink. So. I might use that in the pantry to put, uh, or something like that to p put, uh, you know, my food, the things that I don't want banging together. Yeah. So uh, we do plan a video. We plan a complete walkthrough tour of this, and then we're going to show you how we uh, accessorize it. That'll be uh, probably be two different videos. We are going to have to get to Walmart because I need some tension bars. Oh yeah. Because I put those baskets in, I need a tension bar to keep them from sliding keep them from out. Sliding out. Yeah. That's the thing when you. No matter what kind of an RV you have, when you're going down the road, it's like a constant earthquake, six-point earthquake, and cabinets, uh, it's not unusual, cabinets to come open, Doors to open. refrigerators to come open. Mm -hmm. I've heard from several people about have, putting tension bars in the refrigerator. Oh, Other people good idea. put temporary locks on their door so it doesn't open. Very good ideas. That, and that, that way they won't have dogs that are afraid of their RV. Yes, that's why uh, on one of our... Class B's, some years ago, five, four or five years ago, Bo was just a puppy. Uh, we hit a bump, something happened, and the refrigerator freezer door opened and frozen. It was his food, I think, that fell on him, and it was hard. And he became terrorized of things falling on him in that RV. And so, uh, so anyway, that's stuff we got to do. And we'll have videos on all that. Yeah, we've got to. More stores. Looks like I'm going back to the store tonight. <laughs> All right. So, hey, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, thanks to Joel Holland for uh, being on it. 
We want to hear your opinions. We want to hear your suggestions. We want to uh, get your questions. The easiest way, and if you do it on video, you can send us a video file. Hold your phone sideways like that, not up and down. And uh, we'll put that, put you on asking the question on video as well. Send it to us at Mike and Jen at RVLifestyle.com. That's our private email just for you, Mike and Jen at RVLifestyle.com. Uh, we'll be back next week with lots more and wish us luck as we continue <laughs> figuring this all out. Happy trails.